Hello, Big Daddy. From the latest in real estate to the hottest in pop culture, this is the Big Daddy Radio Show. Now, along with his panel of experts, here's your host, one of San Diego's finest real estate agents, Big Daddy Brian Garrity. Here on ESPN 1700. Already. The last Wednesday of March already. Yeah, it's like my report. The first Wednesday of March, the last Wednesday of March. No, but the last (laughs) Wednesday of March is upon us so quickly. Where does the time go is right. And we have the very lovely and beautiful Mary White with us from Old Del Mar Surgical, who's an amazing nutritionist and all good, healthy things. I try. <laughs> well, isn't that the point, though, right? Yeah. Isn't that the healthiest, really, person is people that try, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Gives them effort, right? Moderation, even in moderation. For sure. I had to think about that for a while, though. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean exactly? <laughs> um, and we have Michael Ellis from Plain Clarity here. Hi. And Duran Ellis from Garrity Group. How is everybody today? Good. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, the win the listing competition is still going on. There will be a teaser on this Sunday, the 4th. So we will see who that couple chose as their agent. Should be interesting to see what happens. But that'll happen this week. Um, the first teaser, and then. I don't think they're announcing it for another couple of weeks. So stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. It was a healthy competition with great people that were involved, <laughs> including myself. How horrible that I would say such a thing. <laughs> but there were great people involved, including myself. There was some really, it's been really good uh, fun doing that project. So good shout out for Derek on Win That Listing. I hope that that goes far. So the... Um, on the, we're a little bit behind on getting our replays up to date. We will get that taken care of. And then if you're on Facebook, I need to send you an updated photo. We took a photo here a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't send it so I could get it to you. Um, and we will do that. But if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's Big Daddy's Radar. It's my radar. You're on my radar today, Mary White, for being here. The nutritionist extraordinaire. We're going to give you all kinds of love today, and you're going to tell us all kinds of good things. Um, The presidential race continues. I don't know why anyone continues to find anything shocking at this point. I just don't. There's nothing left. Yeah, even put it as a topic. It's like, just turn on the news, whichever one you favor, and you'll get their version of what's going on, basically. Their version of crazy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Definitely the um, news outlets themselves have just gotten to the point well, they've always been like that, some of them more than others. But at this point, if you want to know how any of these news companies are laying or swaying or weighing in on politics, just turn on their station. It's not hard to figure out. Sort of like turning on Fox News on the global on the global level. So tell us, Mary White, about all good things nutrition. About all good things nutrition. Let's see. So we're three months in. So how are people's New Year's resolutions? <laughs> 
going uh, so fail. far. <laughs> I know. I feel like this is the time when we've gotten to that point where it's like, this is, wait, it's March. It's wait, time. it's already April. It's, it's, it is. Wait. You know what I did do, though, and I have stuck to my guns? I stopped drinking energy drinks altogether. Look at you. Yeah, since, since New Year's. That's and good. I didn't even do it as a New Year's resolution, which is why I never talked about it. I just kind of stopped. I was like, well, I'll just stop. And then I never did. I never picked one up again. See, so, maybe talking know. about it is where people it's have the, the problem. Yeah. Probably. Sort of Still like when somebody's on a diet and it's just like, I, I never say anything. No. <laughs> never mind. Um, but the, it's one of those things that I think the more people talk about it, the more they seem to stumble. I could be wrong. I've, I've done it myself. It's like, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. You know like what I mean? Like a self-sabotage? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Sort of once you do that. And once it's out and then... Everybody's always asking, like, how did I? And this is past time. It's not <laughs> like, now, obviously. I'm just As you're that, eating, like, yeah, you're fries, just, like, sitting going down great. There. You're at some, you know, comfort food restaurant or a hash house and go go on a Sunday morning or something. Right. And your plate's enough for the whole freaking table. And it's like, oh, it's diet's going great. I'm having fried chicken and waffles for sitting here for breakfast, <laughs> which we obviously know that would go over well. Um, <laughs> tell us, though, what do you find, I think, especially from being a nutritionist, especially having me as a patient and other people that are just absolutely impossible to deal with, what what, what do you find at this time of year? You, everyone has good intentions, right, at the beginning of the year? I think so, and I think we get out there, have the intentions of the exercise and the foods that we want to eat, and then life gets in the way, is usually... Uh, right? Life really it does. It does, and... What we're coming up on tax season. I don't know if that's a good or a sore subject for the table, but that's almost <laughs> here. <a> so, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, and I think there's things like that that come up that always, like, you know, there's always something coming, and then it'll be summer, so we'll get ready for summer, but I don't know. I know it's already a spring. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like it just the way the time goes, or like planning certain life events, and that seemed like it was going to be forever. And yeah. like we're already four weeks past. Well, it's just like we can't just turn off, like, any of that thinking and we can't turn off eating so right it's always going to be it's always like this bigger thing that's there and I think one of the things that I find hard for some folks is just the family issue and like the family traditions and like so we just had Easter right right Mm -hmm. a lot of people have like their traditional things they have at Easter or like certain candy that only comes out during Easter and right well yeah that ties in for me too I mean I think me as well as many people that it's for me food is very it has an emotional tie like I I eat when I'm happy I eat when I'm sad I meet on, on special holidays like all of those things add add up to not the greatest eating habits all the time. <laughs> Do you think you ever find yourself, cause, and only funny because I was thinking about it and like seeing some of your adventures over Facebook, but like uh-huh. you see other people then out on like, I had some friends down in like Mexico this weekend and they're like drinking and eating and having fun. I'm like, I want to have fun. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to do that here. (laughs) Like you get inundated with like all of that stuff too. When you pay attention, I guess the, the key would be turning off the Facebook and not paying attention. (laughs) But imagine before there was Facebook. I know. I just never knew what kind of fun. Yeah. All the craziness (laughs) was out there. Well, it is the, I think the interesting part, especially if like food is highly, 
emotionally charged. I think it is mm-hmm. for more people than they think it is. Right. But it's like how you're talking about the holidays, or there's certain traditions that are tied in around food. It's the, ingrained in our society. Yeah, it really is. It's heavy. And it's when people want to get together, they're like, let's get together for dinner and something else, which, you know, at a certain time, that would have been great. Right now, that's probably not on my top <laughs> list of favorite things to do. <laughs> um, although it's, it is something as you get older, it becomes a constant in terms of when people want to get together, people want to go out to dinner. You know what I'm saying? It just happens. So it's just one of those things as you get older and things change. And I think a lot of the nonsense comes from, and I'm curious what you think, like people will always weigh in and say, oh, it's genetic, it's genetic. I think there's a lot of factors. That's so funny that you say that. Plenty of I'm, genetic people with thin parents. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I read, um, I, I was reading an article today that was like, um, 11 or 10 things that, you know, quote unquote skinny people do. So, and where they mentioned something like that, like they do have these, um, you know, these, you know, genes that, you know, they won the genetic lottery. Although, as I tell people, I'm like, just because you win the genetic lottery doesn't mean that you're healthy on the inside if you eat crap all the time. So you can still get get a heart attack and diabetes and all those things being of like normal weight. But um, some of the things that they were running through on this list of things that people who are just, you know, genetically skinny, they don't that they. You know, they don't diet. They eat breakfast every day. They exercise five to seven days a week. Yeah, they're like, carved out of cream cheese. They, <laughs> <laughs> they eat at home more often. Like, some of those things that, like, I do try to get people to do that <laughs> are just harder. impossible. That are harder when, like you said, like, it's like, oh, let's go out to dinner. And then I think even just being in the business world, too, like... That's you do work meetings and no, but you're always good at really trying to fit. I think what's for a lot of people maybe that are struggling with it, um, that are are trying to figure out a way to lose weight. It's going to be different for everybody, right? But isn't it? I think the more people talk about it, I know some people think, oh, we need a support group. Well, then get your little support niche. But I think the more you talk about it, the more you put it on blast, for lack of a better word, and have it out there, then. The more you're sort of in your mind always accountable too. I don't know. It's never was a it never went over well with me, even when I was heavy. So it's just I just found not talking about it was usually the, the people that you're closest to, but not putting it out for everyone to know. Because who doesn't love to watch somebody fall? And I certainly am. I certainly don't. <laughs> I really don't. I, I there's nothing worse than and this is probably my personal experience. I'm drawing on. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody struggle when you know that they're trying. So it's hard to put that book on the cover. I mean, you know. I I get it with patients all the time. There are patients that I just like, oh, I want you to do so well. And I want to like do whatever I can to like make it better for you. But, you know, know, there's only so much. And we um, we all have to take that like personal like, all right, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make this one change. But I think that's why I think with you, like I'm always like, all right, well, let's do this this week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll we try have, something else yeah. next week. We do, yeah, we do it by the week. Now. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's pretty funny. But I think when you find people that, what is your, do you adapt your strategy for people when they're coming in just for straight weight loss? So you're just, or just even people maybe that don't really need to lose weight but want to have good nutrition. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think that there's one strategy out there that's going to work 
for everyone because we all have different jobs. We all have different responsibilities, um, different abilities, even then when it comes into how much exercise and everything that you can put in. So, um, you know, if you can put in a lot of exercise and you can probably have a few more of those like cheat meals or, you know, less nutritious things where someone who, you know, maybe can't do as much exercise. Well, the nutrition's got to be a little bit more on point. So that's and 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 a lot of it does start there, too. So but I think, you know, one thing I grew up in Las Vegas and in Las Vegas, I feel like it's very, um, you know, a lot of fast food, a lot of chain restaurants, everything like that. When I moved to San Diego and I saw all these places with farm to table and fresh foods here, we're so lucky. Yeah. Like we don't have to go to these, you know. Like strip malls yeah, of chain restaurants yeah, yeah. that, you know, that are out there. We can go to, you know, a place that, you know, they got their local produce from down the street or, you know, like lately I've been going to the farmer's markets on Saturday and yeah, I probably pay a little bit more for a few things, but I feel really good about like supporting that community. That's good. Yeah. I think that's an important community that gets overlooked a lot. I know you doing the restaurant space and the hospitality space, you have to run into that more so, right? With people yeah. wanting that kind of a experience now versus just the old school you can pick chicken or lasagna chicken basically whatever the hotel was offering i mean you've that's really dynamic that space has really changed hasn't oh it? yeah especially in san diego it's becoming really more of the you see that more and more every day with more high-end restaurants as well as well as more middle of the road restaurants too but people using really taking advantage of local farms and growing your even growing your own and pr- promoting that and like more of a local regional san diego cuisine rather than and getting things shipped in from other places and getting strawberries when they're out of season from Chile or wherever, rather than actually using what we have here when it's in season. You've seen that a lot more. It's crazy. When I was was a kid, when it was out of season, it was out of season. Right. You didn't didn't get strawberries from Chile. When when strawberry season was over, it was over. Which is an interesting concept, how we've really gone global even on the food issue. I hope that it does go back to that, more of a regional. Everyone has their own regional sustainable food. I think that's much healthier for us as individuals, but it's also help, more helpful for the for the environment, the too. The and environment yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you used to not be able to get your hands on a lot of these fruits. Only I, a very small watermelon, very small times yeah. of the year. So. I feel like when I went to Arizona for Christmas a few years ago and I went in the Trader Joe's there, which I... You know I love my Trader Joe's, yeah, but yeah. Um, I like looked around like the produce department, and I'm used to here being like tons of organics, tons of like yeah. variety, everything, and and even in Arizona, I didn't even feel like there was that much variety and like access. I'm like I'm gonna go back to California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So are you? Not that I hate. I, I love Arizona. I just right, like yeah, my California and my produce everywhere. Let's yes. just say all yeah. of our great listeners that are here. Well, how yeah. much of an emphasis do you place on organic? I mean, what, do you think it's a big hype, or so, do you really think there's? It's. Do you think it's more hype than there is benefit, or what? What's your personal? I'm kind on? of the moderation on that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in no, moderation on that. Um, you know. There are, if if fruit and vegetable-wise, I always kind of go with what's called this Dirty Dozen list. And if you look that up, like um, Dirty Dozen Fruits and Vegetables online, if you just web search it. Um, okay, it'll, Dirty Dozen Fruits and Vegetables we'll online. Go, so go, they've go. Got, Dirty Dozen. They've got a list. I know. Great. <laughs> One more list. Um, but they have a Mary. list of ones hey. that are... 
dirtier. We like, we like hearing this. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah. There are vegetables that are dirtier in terms of the pesticides and chemicals yeah, right. used to grow them. Oh, that's what they're talking about. Versus, okay. yes, versus ones like bananas. Like, go ahead and get a regular banana. You're peeling off a lot of that stuff anyway. We're like, if you're going to get an apple, an apple is what's dirty. on that dirty dozen list. Yeah. Like, so, what else? Um, it's like apples, leafy no, greens. Stuff that you'd be biting a lot of the stuff the that, like, the skin that you do actually consume. So, so what if you get an apple and just take the skin off? Is that yeah. better? Uh, it, for it's that one, dirty. but then you're not going to get as much of the fiber from right. that one. Yeah. But then I think it's still to like look at look at it this way. Like if I go to a if I'm at a restaurant or something and I have a choice between like a non organic apple and French fries. All right, I'm still probably gonna go for the apple because <laughs> just because it's like not yeah. I mean, right. so good. just some balance in there. You're so good. That's why I'm gonna go for the apple. Not so always. Puke, not always. Do <laughs> you think that's? Um, tell me. No, I was just gonna say. Well, but it's moderation. I I went for my Taco Tuesday last night. Heck yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> some some good tasty tacos, but I can't do that every night. So tonight needs to be a little bit tamer. <laughs> there was a like a fortune cookie kind. I don't know if you've seen meme, but it's, it's just short of a meme. But it shows a picture of the for a fortune in a fortune cookie and it was like okay it's taco tuesday night and we know we can either pick being skinny bitches or <laughs> eating tacos do you want yours hard or soft <laughs> which i thought that was funny it was like it was the presupposition was screw that we'll just yeah. eat the tacos, it was <laughs> like, eat the tacos. Well, i mean it is a pretty hard proposition to pass up on right especially living in san diego we have so many great oh, options for crazy. places for tacos yeah. yeah we have the best mexican food here we do it's kind of amazing when you're in the midwest and the and you know you just once, especially if you're there for any length of time and you just want to get like a burrito or something and you just like, are like, oh, there's a Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Taco, taco Bell is and you're not. Like, yeah. they taco Bell. The red sauce? <laughs> I am bad for that. I have to admit, Del Taco is so horrible, but I love their red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it I is. love their, I don't, I don't even care for their taco stuff. I love their crinkle cut fries. Well, like, that's why it's silly. Del Taco. It's not yeah. just about. I know, I just think it's it's funny that like the one thing I like there the most is <laughs> French fries, <laughs> like, which is a taco shop that you like their fries. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's better than Michael's carne asada fries. Oh, those are mercy, wonderful. They're like the most expensive French fries you could ever order. Cause you go get the carne asada from a real good place. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was trying to get a hotel that was St. Regis or Weston. I remember it was at the St. Regis in Saint Aspen. Regis. Yeah, they didn't even know what the carne asada fries were. I had so them naked in room service. Shut up. So they literally had to make them per ingredient. They were oh like these $70 Lord. fries. Well, when you know when you have a few drinks and you come into the hot tub, you're a little hungry after skiing all day. A few drinks, you know. Bestie. <laughs> all right. Well. And on that note of a few drinks with Bestie, I'm still waiting for that day. <laughs> I'm joking. We only, only have one or two. Yeah. I'm always good. I know you are. <laughs> All right. So you're on Big Daddy Radio. We love our listeners. Michelle Montiel, she had a flare-up with her surgery. God, it was not... I hope the best for her because mm-hmm. she's such a sweet pea. But mm-hmm. um, so she'll be back 
uh, next week. But yeah, she had a flare-up poor thing. That's the worst when you have surgery and you think you're done. And then yeah. it was like, I guess her knee blew up like a softball. So she was really sad about not being able to be here because she's so, you know, it's good when you're out and you're down of surgery and getting out. Last place you want to be is in those four walls. Trust me. Oh, yeah. I At least it was Mary. a prettier view this time, though, right? Yeah, so it was a much nicer view. <laughs> All right, we're on uh, Big Daddy Radio on ESPN 1700. We'll be right back, and we have our special guest, Mary White, from Old Del Mar Surgical. It's a nutritionist giving us all kinds of great information. We'll be right back, folks. Back on Big Daddy Radio, ESPN 1700. I'm your host, Brian Garrity, here with the lovely Mary White from Old Del Mar Surgical, our favorite nutritionist on the planet. Yeah. How is everybody over at Old Del Mar Surgical? Doing so good. You know, um, Bianca recently had a baby, oh, which good. is why she wasn't there, and she's doing wonderfully. That little uh, new baby has more hair than I do. How funny. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> is that her first one? Yeah. I can't remember. No, her no, that's her one. second yeah, one. Yeah, her. and then um, you know everybody else. We're we, we may be a small practice, but we are mighty. You are mighty, mm-hmm. definitely mighty, definitely. You take away all the fears. I would always say that anyone who needs surgery for that's under Dr. Borrow's purview of what he does should definitely be going to Dr. Borrow. I mean, it's a big mistake not to trust me. Um, even from people that didn't, that should have listened, <laughs> they find out later. And that's like, it. I don't want to find out later. No. I, I'd rather much, much, much well know in advance. But we were talking about New Year's um, resolutions a little bit because we were flip-flopping on nutrition and what it means, like people going green or organic or vegan. I mean, we've had so much discussion on the show of the different kinds of diets and lifestyles. And I think the one thing we're hitting on that's key is like moderation, even in moderation. Yeah. I mean, if you can apply that to your life, I think you'd be like 50% ahead of the battle. Because I have a hard time with that one even. And well, in moderation and not all foods are created equal. Right. I mean... We could all live off a thousand calorie kind of McDonald's diet, but that doesn't mean right. That You're not getting the kind of nutrients yeah, and stuff that you absolutely. want. Absolutely. What What is your feeling about cheat days when somebody's trying to diet? You know, it. I think it just depends on the person. Some people can function really well off of like if I do like you know my Monday through Saturday, and then if on Sunday I have like this one cheat meal. But I think for some people that one cheat meal pushes them over, and then it's like a few days before we can get back on that. Wagon to do that again. So, which I'm one of those people, completely one of those people. I can't just like, my life doesn't doesn't fit that way. So um, I think it's finding the way that it works. For me, what works is kind of uh, letting go of, letting go of ever feeling like I'm on a diet. And it's taken me many years because I've gone through all kinds of like diets and to become, there's no dietitian who's a dietitian because (laughs) they like, Really love to because they had a healthy relationship yeah, with food. I'm exactly, like, yeah, <laughs> it's something that we can talk about all the time. So, um, you know, the more that in my older life that I've embraced, like, and I know that this comes with time, but embracing just like being comfortable in your skin and being comfortable in you know um, in the person that you are and everything like that. But you know, the more that I try to diet, the more I find that I am horrible. Then the more that I just kind of listen to myself and like if I feel like having 
a cookie, I should probably go have that cookie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you know how they say, like, take the word diet out of your vocabulary. Have you yeah. not heard that before? Yeah. You're so skinny, I doubt if you would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't heard that before. Because you can just eat, he always says he's like the composting machine. <laughs> yeah, I always call myself the, the, <laughs> the garbage disposal. The, the garbage disposal. disposal. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, run, go for it. I say enjoy. Are you kidding? If you can do that and you can get away with it, A+. Plus. But I've been doing, I mean, I've, I've been be, trying to be more mindful. Just remember your 40s, we'll catch up with you. That's why I've been trying to be, <laughs> that's why I've been trying to be more mindful because I know that like, yes, maybe I can eat it because my metabolism is fast, but just like Mary was saying earlier, that doesn't mean that you're getting good nu- nutrients into mm-hmm. your body. It doesn't mean that you right. can't get other crazy diseases yeah. from all the fat or whatever it is that you're eating. So, I've been trying to be a little better. Like, for snacks instead of getting like chips, I'll get like nuts yeah. or something. Well, you gave up those energy like drinks, that. so yeah, I buy energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so, those are so nasty. They're anyways. so good. <laughs> oh. Well, it depends on which ones they are, but I, I mean, I don't miss them. It's fine. Do you drink energy drinks? No. Well, unless you want to count coffee, I do have coffee. Well, they can't give up coffee. Coffee is essential. <laughs> I think I doubled up on my coffee I when I gave say, up energy drinks. Yeah. Yeah. You have been drinking more coffee. I have. No, yeah, totally. That's a good point. Yep. So it's one of those things where... Like, if you could have been on the beginning of, like, the coffee house franchises, you see the the money, who would have ever thought that would have turned into such a huge cottage industry? Like, somebody at Starbucks sure as heck did. Do you know Starbucks in Disneyland now has a dinner menu? What? No, I just crazy. saw it on like I don't know some like news feed that they have like a dinner menu at the one at the, oh. the downtown Disney I think. You know what? Some of them are starting to have. I haven't seen that. I didn't know they had dinner, but some of them are starting to have like flatbreads and like I've even seen one that had like beer and wine. Yeah, they're serving with like so much other of that coffee. So. <laughs> like there goes they're that like coffee. We're, they're like we're gonna we're gonna hit all aspects yeah. now. Right. right? I don't know. Did, did Disneyland, I never would have thought there'd be a day you would sell alcohol at the park. I mean, when we were kids, there well, was Only in no California alcohol. Adventure. You can't get it in Disneyland. Oh, okay. Right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, because that was always like a big deal that Unless Disneyland never had it. In. <laughs> well, that's if you're a bad child. And it's no. only wine, right, in California Adventure. Wine and yeah. beer. They, they don't beer, have, yeah. they don't have, like, you can't get like a vodka tonic there. You yeah, know, I don't know. Something good. Right. And now when you go to a place and it's like, well, and they'll say, sorry, we only have wine and beer. And you're always like, don't, don't, why did I come here? <laughs> but I, it's just one of those things that um, I, it's amazing to me how much, like I see people buying the Starbucks gift cards like 25 bucks or 50 bucks. I'm like, you got to think about that. That's a pretty healthy gift card for coffees. Yeah. <laughs> for people that are getting coffees on the way to work or whatever. It's like. And $25 is maybe four. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's Holy not like. Four. I remember yeah. when it first came out and they were like, oh, you can send clients like a thank you or I'm thinking about you, a $5 gift card to Starbucks. I'm like, yeah. And then they could really think like, well, that was nice of them. I can't, can't afford the tax on it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. Aren't the drinks like five and six bucks, right? Yeah. If you're getting so that, any kind of like mixed coffee drink, it's totally going to be five. That's, and that's if you're getting the smaller size. Yeah. It's probably going to be like four bucks. Right. So I think that the inflation has driven up our client retention Starbucks gift certificates to be at least $10. Um, I'm not a big coffee fan, so it's hard for me to always want to send that out because I, I figure there's got to be other people like me. Something else that they yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. And then you want to send them like maybe a box of cookies or something, and then, of course, they're always on the diet. So you don't know, like, should I send it? Should I not send it? And I'm like... 
Well, funny enough, you know they eat it because they always go crazy and be like, don't ever send me that again. That's yeah. too good. I ate the whole <laughs> send box Send me those Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, hey, sorry. It was all so you knew the love was coming your way. Isn't it funny that we're using food and drinks and everything? See? Isn't it crazy? It comes in again using all this food to like keep people. <laughs> it's such a huge, that's the thing. It's such in. a huge part of our society. That's why I don't want people, like when we talked about New Year's resolutions, I think our biggest thing then was don't beat yourself up now like give yourself the out now that was back in January because the studies all showed like remember it was like nobody kept him after right. so many days after February yeah. I think yeah by February it was yeah. like ghost town right. you, you could hold on through January and by the time February yeah. hit it was like nobody or people had done like a discriminate cheat in other words they're like I'll just cheat this one time well you <laughs> you did it start over Still it's kind of like how you're saying about the people that have the cheat days that was when I the Liz Taylor pig out days is what they used to call it. <laughs> Liz Taylor, yeah, that was her diet. So she would have like six days of hardcore dieting, and then she would have the Liz Taylor pig out day. So she, could, she could eat whatever she, whatever she wanted, drink whatever she wanted, and do it on Sundays. And so that was sort of like where a lot of this, you know, naming it, people talking about it. It's really where it started was from Liz Taylor's pig out day. If you look it up and look at it, it's interesting. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, think about those pig out days. Must have been some good pig out. Not just because of her size, just I mean, you can imagine. I don't think she did anything that wasn't extravagant or elaborate. Just a big deal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's not be all wordy about it. I I don't know. I just find that, too, a lot of people don't factor in alcohol with their calorie consumption. So I think there is one of the biggest things that I know that happens to me. Sometimes. <laughs> not for a while, but isn't it amazing what we get? Like not in my office, but right, yeah. <laughs> and when we've stepped outside. I like that line. I had surgery. I like that line in uh, Jurassic World where. Um, uh, the main one of the main characters is like, what kind of diet doesn't let you have alcohol? And the girl is like, um, I think all of them, <laughs> because it's like it's true. You're absolutely right. You so, have to take it into account. Now, yeah. we, you take it into account. You're like, you can have some wine. Or you're gonna have right. You can, yeah, in Mike. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't recommend it for a year out after surgery because I think let's. You know, at least with my patients who are having surgery, like, let's take the year, let's do what we need to do, get in a good place. Because what I worry about is when, like, the, the alcohol calories start taking up protein calories, and then yeah. there's just You're not enough protein, of those ones. With Mary, you get a pass. <laughs> so you right. learn all the ways you get the passes. You have to tell you drink all your protein drinks, mm-hmm. you have to have at least 80, calories, or 80 grams of protein. It's a lot of freaking protein. It is. People that can eat, throw back a steak or eat a regular don't Yeah, realize, absolutely. Don't it makes it a lot easier. I never realized how hard it was to like get the amount of protein until I was like, I don't want to eat. <laughs> like, I'm up to here. I can't wow, do anymore. Like, what do I do? Yeah. So over time... And like the water thing kind of just resolved itself. That was good. I'm glad. After this, yeah. I've been good with being hydrated. We're sort of talking back and forth about a surgery that I had and recovering from that. And then, which is fine. But I'm just saying that, remember the water we thought would be harder to get down? But I've been yeah. good. So, which is good. Yeah. And how important is water in a diet? Because I've been so bad about it all my life. But primarily seriously. all I drink is like water. And... 
I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't even feel good anymore when I, I mean, I like a soda from now, from time to time, but I just, I think that it's one of the best things nutritionally and especially for people who want to give away from like the artificial sweeteners or just sweeteners in general, sugar, whatever. I mean, water's your best bet. So mm-hmm. how do you feel about people that add crystallite to their water? To- if it's at least going to make them drink water, then I need them to drink water. That's good. But, no, but that's something for people that are struggling with yeah. it. Like someone like me that I don't want to drink. Well, you know me. It's like pulling freaking teeth. So mm-hmm. Or like those little Mios. I love those things. Yeah. yeah and squeeze the Ricky's flavor, obsessed you know? with those. They're fun. <laughs> and you can do like fruit-infused water, too, if you want like not so sweet of a, mm-hmm. a flavoring, but oh, just like, like the fruit-infused. Yeah. I do lime in my water all the time. Mm-hmm. I usually buy every week. I go to the store and buy uh, at least a dozen or so limes and put one or two in my water and drink it throughout the day. It's oh. good. And it makes it, yeah. And I think that makes them like taste better too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Wes is a big uh, crop. I'm thinking of the name. The pair of, why can't I think of it? Help me. Oh, Perrier. Perrier. Yeah. 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 And yeah. to me, it's just I know it's water, but it's too much. It's still too carbonated. I hate it. So he loves those. Yeah. That's his favorite. So that with the lime, that's what made me think about it. I'm not really good for um, the water when it's carbonated. I already have enough trouble getting the water down. Now you're going to throw carbonated at me. No, thanks. I'm going to drink something carbonated. I'm going to make it count, damn it. All right. We're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. We're here on Big Daddy Radio here every Wednesday on ESPN 1700. Next week, we do have a show with Marcy Bear coming back. We will be talking about taxes <laughs> and also a little dose of health insurance. But we'll be back. Uh, Big Daddy Radio. Hang 10 for our last segment for this I month. We'll be right back. Dance, but I can't make them stay. Back on Big Daddy Radio. Easter has come and gone. St. Patrick's Day has come and gone. I just am really tripping on how fast it's on. Spring has sprung. The winter has already come and gone. For all those people worried about El Nino, I don't know, folks. I guess there's still a couple months left, but it started off like it was going to be. And then this week we've had some, but really it just kind of started and then stopped. And then I'm not a big on the new did it San Diego thing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Although today seems a little cold, doesn't it? For um, pushing into April. So we were talking about um, nutrition and people. What do you... When somebody comes to you and they're really like, they're, I've tried everything, blah, blah, blah. How do you work with those people? Um, I think first understanding what it is that they've tried and kind of what, what barriers stop them from continuing. Like cutting through the BS? Yeah. Is it good because you know there's a BS level in there, totally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have my own. So, right. well, I yeah, mean. I've had one. You got it. You and know, I, think like, oh, that, yeah. I think that, um, you know, is, I don't, I, I always wonder, I guess, sometimes now what people think when, um, you know, Dr. Bell tells well, you're going to have to meet with the dietitian and, and, and see Mary and like what they think they're going to come into. Because I'm not like you're, you have to do this, you have to do that, like. It's more about like just getting a story and figuring out what's going on and then kind of like (laughs) dissecting what I can 
Yeah. Well, no, because well, I'm, you get those hard car lines. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, you do get the nutritionists that are really hardcore. There are that's, absolutely. That's not going to help somebody's cause, especially somebody struggling. That's not going to help. It I think it works in certain areas. It just for me and my my philosophies, it doesn't work for me. We know how fast I'd be coming back to an appointment. <laughs> it wouldn't be happening. But I, I think everybody's different. Yeah. It's like I don't want to be like someone like jumping on top of me and telling me I get it. Like, yeah. it, well, and I'm probably not for everyone there. There's probably people who want me to like be more strict or give them more like specific instruction, and and I'm just not that person. But you would think, from a nutritional standpoint, and all of us, all of us have to take our own accountability as well. I mean, you're great for pointing, getting people in the right direction dealing with people on an individual basis so that it's yeah. not like this blanket way of treating everybody. But at the same time, the the patient has a responsibility. And I'm talking about this for myself. I'm not pushing this on anyone yeah. else. I mean, I've been very bad in <laughs> certain areas. Yeah, Mary can't follow you around 24-7. No, all the time. All your patients. Get do an it, do from it. Wes via email, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. I'll be like, how did she know that? Like, oh, yeah, I emailed her last week. So I just figure I've got my omnipresent helicopter floating, so I'm not worried about it. And I know what, what is and get it. Yeah, whenever I get, whenever I get couples come in, like, the the other one's always going to say what the other one's doing. So Yeah, you got the truthometers <laughs> oh, yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Even like, siblings, too, because we have some siblings, and they're like, oh, do you know what they've been doing? I'm like, I, I have an idea, but thanks for tattling <laughs> on your sibling. I, I like, but I like your approach. I like the way that you work at it from the whole person approach, too. And not everybody's in there for the same reason. No. No. I mean, I was literally like, you know, trying to get down 1,400 calories a day and still gaining weight. But that was also because there was a lot of hormones and other related issues going on. So yeah. you should check with the doctor if you're having problems, I think. And before you go on any diet, you yeah. should consult the advice of your physician. But while you're doing that, you should probably consult your physician's advice on what other opportunities do they have that could help yeah. work you out like a nutritionist, like getting a personal trainer, which we had started talking about yeah. before the hour <laughs> started. Um, we were talking about physical therapists who are doctors of physical therapy versus a personal trainer. Sometimes those lines get crossed, and the I know the physical therapists get a little hands off, and the trainers get a little bit hands off. You know what I'm talking about oh, yeah, in terms absolutely. of approaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't really realize that until I've been through such extensive physical therapy. But boy, they are hands on. Like, do not touch my patient, which always gives me a good feeling. Yeah, the, well, the medical absolutely. end of things. Well, and they've gone through like the schooling you go to to become a, a physical therapist is intense. It's really intense. It's they're doctors. Super intense. I mean, not that they they do have a doctorate level. I know yeah. there's some that have masters and they've yeah. changed it but now I think they're moving it to they all have to at least have if their doctorate. thesis yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah and it's amazing how much those physical therapists know they're really I mean yeah. the gals that we worked with have been amazing oh they're fantastic I, I have had friends and um, even um, one stage of physical therapist and they're fantastic yeah, their knowledge. I, it's their knowledge base is crazy. Especially anatomy, it's crazy. They know everything. They can tell you exactly what muscle, what bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and like when she was working, I mean, she just knows. She just looked at my stomach the other day, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not touching you yet. Sorry." <laughs> she's just worried about the two that aren't all the way there. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, "I just, I don't think We're the surgeon would time. be happy, and I, yeah, I don't think that I would be very happy." So I'm glad I have somebody that's conservative that does pay attention. Yeah. 
Shout out to Lauren Lederer from PhysioFit. Yeah, she's awesome. She's amazing. But um, I think with Target and diet and all the craziness that we have going on, it seems like the presidential race and a lot of the nonsense going on has taken away a lot of this diet conversation. Because before it seemed like, it's still a huge conversation, but it seems like it's a little less. Is that just me or is it just, no, is it just everybody talking about all the time? Feels like this presidential shift in politics has really changed the climate's or the country's discussion. Their thermometer, their barometer on what's being discussed in the country. Whereas I think people are starting to get pick up a little bit of their polit- political steam where there was just none a year ago, it felt like. Well, I mean, I think that happens to some extent in every year as we approach a, a new election cycle. But I think more because of all the craziness that's with with Trump and uh, it's getting people that don't normally vote and, and people into the conversation that wouldn't necessarily be as fired up because of the things that he says and does. Yeah, okay, and Bernie. Yeah, and Bernie, too. Oh, and Bernie, I mean, too, on the other side, right? Yeah, really. Yeah, no, that's both true. of them. We've got this crazy... Don't you think it's crazy out there? I, you know, it it makes my newsfeed go fast when I'm swiping, because <laughs> I just don't even stop on any of the political oh, stuff anymore, it's, because I it's... I mean, it's, it's so... It's painful. It's yeah. painful. It is. And, you know, like how we've kept saying the same thing for the last years. People are going to say it's a long time until it's the elections. Blah, blah. Well, it's not. It's not. We're in April now, so it's, it's soon enough to be... The time has come. If you weren't concerned... It's time for you to get concerned. Yeah. And take an active role, whatever it is. I'm not I don't even care what side you vote for, but yeah. vote. Everyone I mean, should vote. Absolutely. Be informed. I, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Do do vote. Or or like you know how the cities will have like their ballot, their measurements and for taxation stuff? Like mm-hmm. don't vote on those if you don't know what you're voting for. That always makes me so crazy when someone's like, Yeah, well it said it would help so and so. It's like yeah, but you need to read through <laughs> read the whole yeah. thing on, you know, like the measures for the tax yeah, increases. Yeah. People don't usually yeah, read those. Blank. Yeah, you have that, to vote for everything. I have. Like, if I really don't know what I'm voting for, I'm not just throwing down. I, people are like, oh, like one vote matters. Yeah, one vote does. I mean, I want to always keep that belief that one vote does matter. I just yeah. do. And I'm not voting for something that I don't understand. I just, can you imagine? You're all like, boom, destroy all gays and move them to an island. Oh, except, boom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just like, I don't want to vote for anything that I don't fully have a comprehension of. Well, how do you feel about it? Me? Yeah, you're in a oh. voting booth and you've got all these city ballots, exactly. city memorandums and stuff that there are for a referendum, let's say, or for voting. What is, what is your take on it? Well, I, I feel I agree with what you're saying, but I personally always make sure that I'm prepared when, before I go into the booth. And usually I do a... Uh, Absentee vote, vote anyway. Just yeah, it's better. Yeah. I like the absentee. But I always go. I always just make sure I'm fully of fully knowledgeable about what's which side and what I want to vote for before I start actually doing the voting process. I usually will do. I will look first who's supporting it, and if I see it's like all people that sort of are like-minded thinkers, then I'm thinking like. That's probably where I'm going to end up, but I right. still will double-check it just to right. make sure there's yeah. no little surprises popping in there. It's Those are the measurements you have to watch out for, because those are the boundaries. That when people, we talk about our budget and other things, that's how our cities and counties get out of control with the budget. The state, California, as broke as it is, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's a hard thing to wrap my head around, thinking that the state could be that close to broke, mm. let alone the state, the federal government, trillions of dollars in debt. I mean... We've really got to start thinking about all of the stuff that's happening. And so 
I'm glad you were able to come with us today and talk about nutrition because I think that's a hard subject for people. It is, and it's sometimes hard. Like if you're, you know, if your primary care isn't wanting to talk to you about it, then find someone who will because there's a lot of options. I think that's a good takeaway from today because I, my primary care was on my butt for like ten years <laughs> to get something done, and I'm glad it, that I fought it as long as I did, and then because I ended up finding Dr. Borrow, but at the same time, and you, but the. If somebody is considering any kind of weight loss, whether it be a few pounds or whether it be a large amount of weight, um, Old Del Mar Surgical, Dr. Boyrell, Mary, she's the nutritionist over there. They will all keep you so in check. You have no idea. They're great people. They're wonderful. You're there to help. Yeah, they are. They totally are. And they, they love their patients, which I think is really great. I think that's a big deal. Especially when you're sitting in the hospital and it's your fifth day. It's, it's yeah. nice to know your surgeon's there every day. Yeah. And Dr. Borrow was really good about and that. And it's nice to feel like you have a have a surgeon and other, um, you know, the nurses and yes. uh, the surgical um, schedulers and the people in the office and the uh, medical assistants that are actually listening to you and not just kind of, you know, yeah, checking def- off a list. A definite mm-hmm. plug for Dr. Burrow and his office because they, they all know you. The people, which I like, I like that all the levels of like the people, no matter how crazy you make them, <laughs> they all know you though. And they all know like kind of what your fears are. It's weird. They do. They kind of know your patient profile, like what way to approach it or. I, you know how to get in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They know how to get right in. They know how like, not. let's not scare them too much. We want them showing up on the second. He's already pulled that trick on us once. So um, <laughs> anyways, but we love everybody. I hope everybody had a fabulous Easter and spent some good time with family or your extended family and friends and we're moving into april it's weird how easter was so early this year you know how it cycles every couple years this was a really early one wasn't it yeah yeah and with the time change it just seems like so much has happened in the last couple weeks it wears all the time gone so we have an exciting show for you next week we really are going to be talking some brass tacks with marcy bear she'll be with us in our regular panel We've also got some great panel topics. Mary, thank you for being thank here today. Thank you for having me. You know, Always good to it. see you. Yes, and we love when you're on here. Mm-hmm. Michael, thank you for being here. Yes, we yes. count on you. And Derby as well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Everybody, have a great weekend. We love you guys. Be good to each other. Yeah.